What's up? What's happening, everybody? It's your favorite podcast and your favorite co-host. I am the Podfather, joined by the Brains, Dr. Corsi. You are listening to Thinking Logically. Welcome back. It's been a while, Joe. Actually, about a week since we recorded, and we have a banger of an episode. Uh, Joe, I saw you went one and one in fantasy football this weekend. Uh, what's going on over there? Oh, uh, no, I went two and oh. Two and oh. Okay, my fault. Two and oh. Um, I'm in a different uh, a reality sports online league. That's a different league we'll talk about. I did lose to uh, Boom Mancini, who's getting married this weekend. Uh, I did lose to him. So, um, but no, in our league, I, I beat Tony, uh, Boston Tony. And in our league, I beat Brandon Ambrose, the big money league. I was able to. Uh, to dominate Brandon, I had a lot of good players. Um, who did I have? Uh, actually, let's look it up right now. I know in our league, everyone got on me for drafting DeAndre Swift. And look at the look at the day that he had. Laughed you out of the room. Laughed me out of the room. I honestly, I, I thought I was going to get Dalvin Cook. I, I really didn't didn't even want him. I mean, I, I did. I'm not gonna lie, but like. I thought I was going to get Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook went early. I thought Justin Jefferson would for sure be in one of the first, uh, the first couple picks. But yeah, but no, he. Um, like I said, that that's the way it was. But in in, in the big money league, I had, uh, I mean, I had Jonathan Taylor who did well. I had Kyler Murray who did well. Tyreek Hill did well. Terry McLaurin had a touchdown. Um, Tampa Bay's defense performed well for me too. So yeah. But, well, we got I got a win in your league, and then lost by a less than a point to. Our friend Chad, my co-owner in your league, lost, lost by less than a point. That's tough, man. Tough, tough. But uh, anyways, we have a lot to go over today. Um, my goodness. I, I, I just texted you right before the show. I go, get ready. This is a marathon episode. Uh, we have so much to talk about. <laughs> it's almost like where to even begin. But we are going to begin with today. And... The new inflation report that came out today, the CPI report. Inflation uh, is still up. The Inflation Reduction Act has not kicked in yet, apparently. Uh, Inflation uh, has led to overall prices being increased 8.3% from a year earlier. Uh, It is down 8.5% from July in a 40-year high of 9.1% in June. Uh, The market... Uh, has tanked today completely. I think the Dow Jones I last looked was down a thousand, over a thousand points. Um, but you know, and I, the theme of this episode is going to be: it doesn't have to be this way. Uh, food at home up thirteen and a half percent. Electricity up almost sixteen percent. Gas and utilities up thirty three percent. Rent up six point seven percent. Transportation eleven point three percent. Uh, increase it just doesn't have to be like this and i'm going to say this a lot in this episode but how can people out there continue to vote for more of this when is it going to stop uh joe do you have any comments or thoughts on on the inflation that on the inflation report that's just how bad they're admitting it keep in mind this is the adjusted report isn't it like this, yes, they, they they it was supposed to be eight point one. And it was eight point three, and eight point one was bad. And uh, and people in in the liberals and the left will continue to believe 
everything this administration says. Yeah, there is not, no inflation. Let's, let's not forget to blame Jerome Powell, number one, because he said in 20, I think it was late 2020. I was, yeah, late or early 2021. I'm sorry. He said this is transitory. It was, I think, in March or April. Transitory. Transitory turned into this 8.3%. Janet Yellen, she's to blame too. This is going to be a, a blame game between our government and elected officials and the Fed in the months going forward. They both deserve the blame, though. So don't let them point fingers at one yep. each other. At each other, It's both. Yep, for sure. And, and you know they will find a way to tie back to Donald Trump. At Print some more point. money, yeah. Print more money. Yep. And it's just, I mean, and you know who's bearing the brunt of, of inflation is middle and lower class Americans. You know, in, in un, unfortunately, these people continue to vote. A lot of these people continue to vote Democrat, and they're going to continue to vote no matter what for Democrats, even though they're getting completely ripped off month after month, day after day on certain just basic goods. And it's just like, it just doesn't have to be like this, guys. Wait, you got to remember, though, too, wages are not going up. I would use the reference of Weimar Germany. If 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 some of our listeners may may know that that was before Nazi Germany came to rise. It was uh, at, between World War One and World War Two. That was that was the government, and they had what was called hyperinflation, where I guess the equivalent would be a, a, a getting coffee would be like a hundred dollars, or gallons of milk were like thirty, forty dollars. At least then, though, everyone the the wages had to go up, so everyone was like a millionaire. But at the same time, everything costs ten million dollars. Right. Here, wages aren't even going up, though. They're yeah, not matching it. And I'm not an economist, so I don't. But when I read things like this, and I'm about to read now, airline airline fares fell four and a half percent and have declined for three straight months. We That's see because of demand. That's got to be because of demand. Though. Yes. Yes. Um, we see prices at the, at the pump are coming down. That's because we're giving away gas that we already bought in 2020 in the strategic oil reserve, and we're just giving it away. And don't forget, we gave some to China and other European countries. So what are we going to do? Buy that back at $90, dollars a barrel in Correct. a couple months? Correct. Um, but when I read things like this, economists do still expect inflation to slow in coming months with consumers' inflation expectations, which affect actual price movements nearly back to normal levels. And then it goes on to say, also, supply chain bottlenecks have eased and retailers' bloated inventory should spur price discounts. So, okay, you, when you read things like that, you know, wh- why, why are things still way inflated then? Why, why is inflation still this high if we're seeing all of these, all of these things we read about them coming down? You, Joe Biden said that a year ago. You're you're gonna see it. You're gonna see it go up, and it's gonna peak, and then it's gonna come back. When is that gonna happen, Joe? I I just don't I, I don't fully understand this. You don't know? believe the gas prices though either, because we we're just giving it away. We're using our oil reserves that we already paid for to lower the price artificially, basically. Right. <sighs> so, oh well, we'll keep shopping at Aldi. not a problem um but uh guys and i just want to close on inflation with this it when you go to vote in november 
you have to take this into consideration. It just doesn't have to be this way. What about the pronouns, though, Mark? People are confusing pronouns. Can't forget about the pronouns. All right. What about the pronouns? The pronouns take priority over over you spending hundreds of dollars more a month, right? But we're going to move on. Um, Speaking of pronouns, rest in peace to Her Majesty the Queen. Uh, She passed away a few days ago. And she's, you know, we're never going to see a monarch like this in our lifetime again. And it might be maybe ever. You know, she met like five or six popes. She met every president going back to Harry Truman, I think, with the exception of Richard Nixon. Uh, All right. So uh, the Queen of England, um, you know, we now she's now being succeeded by her son, King Charles the third. Formerly, Joe, I know you have some some uh, info on the Queen and especially uh, her son, Prince Andrew. So go ahead, Joe, take it away. Um, well, first of all, did, did, we, did I mention about Elizabeth the Unlikely? You did not. Go ahead. So she should have never even really been queen. It should have been her uncle, but he gave up the throne for, I believe it was an American divorcee. Um, and that was right before World War II started. Um, also, uh, there's, there's a tweet from, I believe it was a CMU professor, Mark. You'll, you'll get into that later. But um, she really went after the queen, um, said some vile things. Um, but what I want to know when it comes to the queen, are we, are we ever going to get to the bottom of what happened with Prince Andrew, Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein now? Ever? What about the queen's cabin? The one where Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein stayed at? Are we ever going to get any answers on that now? Well, I did see Prince Andrew got heckled uh, in Scotland. Someone called him a sick old man the other day during the uh, during one of the processions. So uh, what do you think? Do you think we're ever going to get to the bottom of, uh, of Prince Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein, Joe? I believe if... If we ever are, now is the time because you would imagine it wouldn't be while the queen is still alive. I mean, she's she's been through a lot. Let's be honest. She's she led the nation through basically well, not led, but she enlisted during World War II. She the first, I believe it was the first prime minister she appointed was Winston Churchill for a second time. I, I mean, she's seen a lot. She kept she kept the United Kingdom together. Um, she was actually the first queen to go out in, in the public and meet and shake hands with people, I think. And I, I just, I don't, if anything is going to come out, it wasn't going to be while she was still alive to just tarnish her and the crown's reputation like that. In my opinion, I don't know anything. I mean, we could sit here and talk tea and crumpets all day long. We don't know anything about the English monarchy, but I, I just, I think if anything is now is going to be the time because I, I'm not sure how well liked King Charles is. Well, he is the oldest monarch to take the throne since the British monarchy was established in like the 900s AD. 1300 years, he's the oldest person to take the throne. Think about that. But uh, back to this tweet from the CME professor. Oh boy. So she tweets, 
Her name is Uju Anya. I heard the chief monarch of a thieving and raping genocidal empire is finally dying. May her pain be excruciating. So Jeff Bezos retweeted it and he had a comment about it. But what's even more surprising, maybe even more so than Jeff Bezos retweeting a CME professor, 4,000 people have signed a petition in support of the CME professor whose tweet about Queen Elizabeth II death drew backlash. Signature verification. I want signature verification. I mean, it's, it's just, this is the world we live in. If you're, if you're a college professor, you are untouchable. That if, is you're, li- if you're the right kind, if, if, you, if you're preaching the right stuff. You are untouchable. You're right. That, it, is, it is liberal as you could get. Liberal land. I mean, to the nth degree. I mean, my goodness, are you kidding me? I, the fact that 4,000 people signed a petition to support her, you know. Listen, like, I, I get, like, the genocide thing and all that stuff. The, 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 the British Empire has not been the nicest thing to happen to planet Earth, in, in my opinion. I mean, but at the same time, when they colonized America, let, let's not forget that they were sacrificing people at temples and then cutting their heads off and throwing them down like an apocalypto. It's not like all these tribes were getting along over here before. They were scalping people before. They were savages for a reason. I mean, it was a rough world back then. Couldn't agree more. You can Could go, not I mean, agree more. Go, go everywhere. Go, go, go to Africa. Go, go to India. It's all the same. I mean, certain cultures are, are violent. You know, and then and then I go on to Reddit. You know, I have the Reddit app, and I go I'll go on to the Pittsburgh subreddit, and it's just more of the same. Like everyone on the Pittsburgh subreddit is completely left of left. I mean, they were saying the same things, reading the same comments on on the Pittsburgh subreddit as this CME professor was tweeting out. I'm just like, oh my, is Pittsburgh really this far to the left? I'm, it's crazy to me. You know, I think within the city it probably is, but it just, it just makes me wonder, like, what, what. What's going on? Like, you know, is is it this left? Are we are we off base? You know, are we the ones in the wrong? Honestly, it makes you question yourself. I don't know, but they're actually it's they're going so far left they're eating each other because Prince Prince Charles, that's not or King Charles. Shit, we got to call him King Charles now. We have the King of England. That's right. King Charles was all for the climate agenda. Did you see the headline? The the, the crying on CNN. Hold on, let me. Let me pull it up here. I'll read it to the people. Charles becomes king after decades of climate change advocacy. Like, as if that's the reason he was he was crowned king. <laughs> but he he's the, the crown's all for climate change and all stuff like that, yet at the same time, they are killing everyone. I I, I don't know. They're, they're just... Yeah. And, and the climate change too. I still don't understand why we have to save the planet from the sun. It's virtue signaling. It, it, it's full on virtue signaling, because if you don't talk about climate change, if you don't, you know, do these things and say you're for solar and drive an electric car, you are a uh, colonizer. Um, you know, you, you probably support genocide at some point. Um, I'm just know. I'm just noticing now the picture that CNN used for this this picture when he became king was from January 22nd, 2020 in Davos. It was the meeting in Davos about climate change. 
Why? They're not even trying anymore. Not even trying. <sighs> but I wonder if the, uh, I wonder if the, not that I even care, but I wonder if the royal, the family's, uh, the, the family made up uh, between Prince Andrew, his dynamic of, uh, of being a uh, child rapist and uh, the brother, Prince Harry, and his loony Ben wife, Meghan Markle. I wonder if they all made up and they're all, all good again. So probably not, but they'll fake it. Probably not. Yeah. But that's honestly one of the last things I even care about. Yeah. Um, and if you care about them, you should probably stop caring. So, yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. The 21st anniversary of 9-11, September 11, 2001, occurred this past Sunday. You know where you were at. You know what you were doing when this happened, when this, uh, you know, these attacks happened. And um, I know you have some uh, something pulled up from Tucker Max, a name from the past. Tucker Max. Uh, Joe, it's all you. This is actually a whole thread he did on on at 10 a.m. He, he tweeted this on September 11th. And it's this is basically everything I've been I felt I've been saying since. I don't know, 2012, 11, 12, somewhere around there, maybe before for some of the things, but I'll just read you the thread real quick. So he says, like, and in parentheses, most Americans, I grieve for those lost on 9-11, a tragedy I'll never forget. I also don't forget Iraq had nothing to do with it, yet the regime invaded them anyway. Nor do I forget, nor do I forget the Taliban offered to give up bin Laden, yet the regime invaded Afghanistan. Nor have I forgotten how temp- the temporary security measures, example TSA, are now permanent. Nor have I forgotten how the regime used 9-11 to force in the Patriot Act, which created the modern surveillance state, FISA courts, NSA collection of domestic communications, Gitmo, etc. I know it's hard for many to understand, but multiple things can be true. Number one, 9-11 was a horrible attack on America. Number two, the men, who fought, the men and women who fought in the wars are heroes. Number three, throwing the best of a generation to die back in Afghanistan was a horrible waste. Number four, the regime used 9-11 to create an overreaching security state that ended the American Republic and to enrich a small cabal of awful people. Number five, there is far, far more to this story than has been told. What exactly that entails, I, will, I won't pretend to know. I agree with everyone on 9-11 who says never forget the tragedy began on 9-11 and is still going on. I choose to remember it all. Now, Grant, I'm just going to, and then I'll give you the floor. The memories of the planes hitting the towers and the Pentagon and everything like that and the phone calls and the people falling, they're all burned in our brains over and over and over and over again. What's not is the what happened after, what we did after, what that cost after, what was lost after, and what it was for and why we did it. And none of it makes any sense that looking back, it's just, it's stupid. Am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong. I mean, um, we talked about you just talked about the legacy of 9/11 and you know the TSA, and we said we went over that in the last episode, a couple episodes ago, like episode four or five or something. If you want to go back and listen, that's COVID and and, and 9/11. I compared the two. Yep. Uh, don't forget the Department of Homeland Security was formed after 9/11 as a result of that, and then TSA part of you know part of that. So. I mean, yeah, the legacies are, 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 are definitely, will definitely last forever. You know, if you're going to pick one good thing, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with TSA. I'm fine with the security measures. You know, obviously security is much better today than it ever has been. 
So in terms of the Patriot Act, modern surveillance state, all that stuff, I, you know, I, I understand that we gave up definitely some of our our rights, I guess you can call it. Um, for security. You gave a little security. bit of freedom for yeah. security. I don't do anything illegal in terms of terrorism, so I'm good there. If it helps thwart another attack, great. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think probably for me, it would be all those who lost their lives over in Iraq and Afghanistan after, as a result of these attacks, you know, that's, that's what stands out to me the most. So why I I have a question and then we have a a Trump video we're going to play, um, here in a little bit, but why can't we know everything that happened after 21 years? Does our own government think that we're not mature enough or something? Why why can't we know everything? Or are they hiding something at this point? And well, t- talk about talk about what we don't know. Talk about that. Okay. Um, I don't think a lot of our listeners might not know what you're referring to. All right. Okay. So this is where I'll, I'll play. And after this, I got to call him the original 9-11 truther. This is Donald Trump. I, I think it was in the weeks or months, maybe even days after 9-11 talking about just what he saw. Architectural defect or possibly by bombs. Start again, hold on. Architectural defect or possibly by bombs or, or aftershocks. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, it was an architectural defect. You know, the World Trade Center was always known as a very, very strong building. Don't forget, that took a big bomb in the basement. Now, the basement is the most vulnerable place because that's your foundation. And it withstood that. And I got to see that area about three or four days after it took place. For those of you that don't know, he's talking about the 94 World Trade bombing. So One of my structural engineers actually took me for a tour because he did the building. And I said, I can't believe it. The building was standing solid and half of the columns were blown out. And so this was an unbelievably powerful building. Uh, If you know anything about structure, it was one of the first buildings that was built from the outside. The steel, the reason the World Trade Center had such narrow windows is that in between all the windows, you had the steel on the outside. So you had the steel on the outside of the building. That's why when I first looked, and you had big, heavy I-beams. When I first looked at it, I couldn't believe it because there was a hole in the steel. And this is steel that was, you remember the, the width of the windows of the World Trade Center, folks. I think, you you know, if you were ever up there, they were quite narrow. And in between was this heavy steel. I said, how could a plane, even a plane, even a 767 or 747, or whatever it might have been, how could it possibly go through the steel? I happen to think that they had not only a plane, but they had bombs that exploded almost simultaneously, because I just can't imagine anything being able to go through that. Most buildings are built with the steelers on the inside around the elevator shaft. This one was built from the outside, which is the strongest structure you can have, and it was almost just like a uh, like a can of soup. You know, Donald, we were looking at pictures all morning long of that plane coming into uh, building number two, and when you see that uh, approach the the far side, and then all of a sudden, within a matter of a the explosion pops out the other side. Right. I just think that there was a plane with more than just fuel. I think, obviously, they were very big planes. They were going very rapidly because I was watching where the plane seemed to be not only going fast, it seemed to be coming down into the building. So it was getting the speed from going downhill, so to speak. Uh, it just seemed to me that to do that kind of destruction is even more than a big plane because you're talking about taking out steel, the heaviest caliber steel that was used on a building. I mean, these buildings were rock solid. And, uh, you know, it's just an amazing, it's an amazing thing. It's... Now, he covered 
in that two minute and 30 second clip about one tenth of the questions that we have. There's so many more. And that, that, that includes what happened after leading up to the day, building seven, all kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we, we were told or, or at least what I don't know if the story has changed since then, but it, what the, the jet fuel melted the structural steel inside the World Trade Center. Is that what? We I don't told. even know the story. It's just shut up and just honor the fallen on 9-11. I mean, I never thought about having bombs on the plane. That's a great point that he that he made. But what does he know? <laughs> he's well, been he, right about everything, but everyone says he's a liar and he's been wrong. So I'd love to see those those documents declassified. And those be the ones that are in yeah. his Mar-a-Lago basement, please. Yep. And... Uh, let's not forget about another 9-11 anniversary, and that would be Benghazi. Yes. Yes. Uh, they Another one, they blame that one on a video, a Muslim video. Give yeah. me a break. Give me a break. The, the brazen lies, that they, the shit they think people will believe, and that some do. A video. What year was that, Joe? Was Benghazi? 2012. 12. It was 10 years, yeah, because that yeah. was the, Mitt, Mitt Romney came out immediately. That was when Mitt Romney actually wasn't bad. Yeah. He came out and um, condemned it immediately, saying, What's up, you know, the terrorism? And Barack Obama told him to shut up. And the media got behind Barack Obama. That, that was about, I'm telling you, that was someone gave a standout order. And I, I'm telling you, it had to do with about something with one of them countries and weapons deals, probably. Because if you remember, um, shit, is it, what was the war? Was it in Syria? Yes, I believe was, so. Yeah, Libya. Because, well, Benghazi's in Libya. No, but no, there was there was a civil war going on in Syria. Yes, and I bet you he, he, someone was selling someone was selling weapons to the rebels to fight the Syrian government. Whether it was Americans, um, another another friendly country to Americans, but for some reason, um, there was a standout order given. And is it because they had weapons? These terrorists had weapons capable of shooting down airplanes. That that's one of the main theories floating around conspiracy land over there. So um, basically, our own government or another friendly government was selling um, weapons that shoot down airplanes or helicopters, stuff like that. Um, and that's why they couldn't go in and rescue these people because you would have had an aircraft shot down. Interesting. And it's, was, it's it's crazy that you don't we don't get any truth. It's just like you know who cares Hillary Clinton? Who cares why they died? I mean. Hillary Clinton, lie, lie confidently, and lie some more. Remember, she actually had like a panic attack and like hit her head or something before she was supposed to testify. They had like delay it for like a couple months too. Yeah, I remember feeling so bad for her. I remember thinking, "Oh, they're grilling her. This is this is not fair." There, she, what does she have to do with this? You but, look back now; they went easy on her. John McCain <laughs> went so easy on her. Oh yeah, I mean she's protected. She has mafia Because they're all in on it. They're all in on it. Yep. They protect their own, and then they continue to lie. And then when, they, then when they're done lying, they lie some more, and then they'll lie even com- more confidently, and then no one questions them on it. I mean, I'll tell you what, though. It, after everything with Ukraine, this is a real wake-up call. We don't know where half the weapons are going. Like I said, like what I said, yep. someone was selling weapons to the Syrian civil – in the Civil War. Who knows – that's where I would look into. But like yeah. I said, you, you, we can't know anything. As, 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 as citizens, shut up, you can't know. It's, it's for right. national security. 
All right. Um, moving on, we have a Donald Trump update. Um, you have, uh, I believe, a tweet here from Kelly That's O'Donnell. Kelly, yeah, Kelly O'Donnell from this. She's a senior White House correspondent at NBC. Um, okay, so it's a, it's a it's a video. Someone's clearly taken a, um, a video from far away of Donald what, Trump. What, what did they take a video? What was this? What did they use for this? I, I don't know. Like, uh, you ever, a Blackberry Bold. Oh, my. Did you ever see True Lies whenever they, they uh, had, like, the, the hostage video? That's what it looks like. Yeah. Go, go ahead. So, apparently, Trump landed in D.C. Un, unannounced, and the media went crazy and thought that he was going to surrender himself or testify or, or like I said, surrender himself to authorities or work out a deal. And here he went to his golf course so you figure out oh, we just went to the golf course nothing at all blue and on over here that that's that's the the q and on for for the, the the leftists over there blue and on they they followed him to the golf course and were recording him and noticed that he didn't have any clubs on his and he looked he looked disheveled and didn't have any clubs on his cart so Kelly O'Donnell tweets out former Tr- president Trump at his Virginia golf property today but not appearing to play as he moved about with a large group this video was shot at a considerable distance. <laughs> there was <laughs> there was people that were saying that he was meeting with someone in secret. He was meeting with his lawyer, which which all can all be true, I guess. But let's not forget that he owns that golf course. I think maybe he was just going to inspect it or just look at it or anything. He he strikes the fear of God in these people. They, they really thought, this is it. We got him. He's going to testify or surrender. How, how obsessed are people to shoot this kind of video, first of all, to even like tweet or even talk about these things? They are so, so afraid, and it's so obvious. It's unbelievable. That, that had to be like a shoulder cam from the 80s. Yes, that, that's another good comparison. Oh, my. But, um, you know. They they obviously they don't want him to run in twenty twenty four for some reason. He can't run. He cannot run. They'll no. do. They'll, they're making themselves look so stupid with the things they're doing to try to get him to not be able to run. But that's on them. It's like they're playing a like a um, battle of attrition here, you know, to see who could be the first to tap out. Um, because it, it's just it's honestly every day. I mean, I've never I've never experienced anything like this where they talk about an ex president like this. And continually talk about him in the news, and continually obsess about him. And he's powerless. Right day. He's he has no power at all. He's a, a citizen just like me and you, just golfing. No power, nothing at all. It's crazy. It's it's a cat and mouse game going on, but it's like Tom and Jerry cat and mouse, where it's just like they're coming around the, the corner and you're just hitting getting hit by a frying pan. <laughs> All right. He, can't, he cannot run in 2024. Cannot he cannot be a candidate. I mean they they right. won't they won't permit it. They won't allow it. No. They won't allow right. it. Speaking of candidates. Yep, speaking of candidates. We have to move we have to move on to our favorite our favorite candidate maybe ever. He ha- I actually I actually may endorse him. I I don't know. Um John Fetterman. <laughs> John Fetterman. Now, I actually had this joke wrote, well, well, I think it was right, right at the end of our last episode. Who's in better shape, the queen or John Fetterman? And then she died. 
<laughs> and I'm not joking around. You can, you, it, it's right there. I don't know if you can see what the, the time that I wrote it, but it was, it's literally been there for a week. Anyway, um, all right. So John Fetterman, um, video and picture evidence came out of John Fetterman's neck. And you got to see this thing. Grando, just, okay. For those of you, I, I can see why he wears a hoodie all the time. Now, now I get it. You, you got to hide the mutant from Total Recall that he has attached to his neck. It's, it's, he it is, looks it's, like a mutant. And it, I ask looks, you, is this new? It's, it's, it's a little guy from Total Recall creeping out of like his, his collar. Quaid, who's the debate moderator? <laughs> I mean, this is Harry Potter shit. I, I haven't really seen the movies. I don't know if you have. But I know in the first one, one of the wizards has another head growing on him. Yep. What about Connor Lamb? What does he think when he sees this? He's a 40-something in-shape former Marine. He's got he's sitting on the sidelines like, hey, hey, everyone. I'm sitting here. I could be a good senator for the next six years. And they're like, no, we're going to stick a Frankenstein's monster for this one. Don't forget, he lost every single county in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have you ever seen the movie Almost uh, Almost Heroes of Chris Farty and Matthew Perry? I have not. Okay, so you got to look at this thing on on his neck. And the first thing it reminded me of Chris Farty's uh, in the movie references this this woman he knows named Pittsburgh Nelly. And it's just funny because also he had a stroke and probably can't control his arms either. So this is from... I named this here for Pittsburgh Nelly. A Welsh whore who could do things with her one good arm that would make you forget that thing on her neck. <laughs> you got to see his neck. I mean, it's... Oh, you, you've sent me pictures. I've seen it. Hey, we, we have to be careful, though, because we don't want to be criticized for making fun of a stroke victim. Uh, like like the left is saying about Oz. If that's new, could you ask me? Huh? Could you ask me, is this new? If that's new... It needs checked out. I think in the first or second episode, we 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 covered Fetterman in this early. I said he's a he's a walking bulging artery, and then you look at this picture of his neck, and it's it's like a cartoon character that did like too many steroids. Well, I, you said it to me. I think you said that's why he wears hoodies everywhere he goes. Because, and, and then I think you just mentioned it here. I mean, he is. It's obviously he's obviously covering it up. I don't I don't know what it is. I can't mock, and I'm not a medical professional. But it looks really bad. I actually but. look back. I, I did find one picture of him in a suit and tie. I got to send it to you. And he still has like that. There, it's what people wore in the early days of the pandemic where it's like that giant sleeve that goes like around like your neck and you just pull it up your nose. He has that over his neck, <laughs> over his <laughs> neck and tie. I just Googled, Googled him to see if he had it. See, he's wearing a suit here. Uh, it looks like he's wearing a suit here in Harrisburg. So, very, very large, oversized suit, black, um, black jacket, black tie, white shirt. So that must be his. Uh, that must be his suit attire. He, oh my gosh! I want him to win just so I see what he wears on the Senate floor. <laughs> I see it here. I see it here with the uh, with the picture you were talking about with him with the uh, with it the. Looks, um, it looks so. We we have to get video. We we have to get video live stream at some point. What do they call that? A balaclava or something like that? I I, I don't know, but he just looks weird in it. Hey, he might win. He might it, it makes me think like Pennsylvania. 
it makes me think like there's it's like men in black where there's literally just someone in his head controlling his entire body and like the it's not connected right that's why he has to wear you can never see his neck <laughs> john fetterman can be the next senator from pennsylvania okay freaking kidding me let's see how he got to this point where he even beat out connor am because he wasn't even good before he was mayor this is him before he was uh running for this this is him when he was mayor um this is from chet cannon on twitter it's uh, a video from a couple years back remember when john fetterman thought he heard gunshots hopped in his truck came across a random innocent black guy who was simply jogging, chased him down, pointed a shotgun at him, and then lied about pointing the shotgun at him. So this is about a minute and 20 second video. I'll this is Fetterman? This is this actually is him? Yeah, this, yeah, he this doesn't look him. anything like this now. I heard approximately a dozen or more what, what clearly sounded like assault rifle uh, gunshots go off. First off, how would you know it was assault rifle gunshots, num- number one, in a dozen or so? Remember that. Mayor John Fetterman says he rushed his son inside, called 911, and took off in his truck after a masked man in black he saw running. But Chris Mayeras, the man Fetterman confronted, turns out to be an innocent jogger who police say had no weapon. There wasn't any assault rifle shots. It was bottle rockets behind the library. <laughs> okay, I'm going to continue to play it, but just to describe the black the, the, the black guy, he honestly looks like the, the typical black guy you see, like, with it, like that he's about to get beat by the police and he didn't do anything. I feel bad for the guy, but let's just continue. Did have a weapon, a 20 gauge shotgun uh, in, in the under the back seat of my truck, which I pulled out and I I showed to just say, look, we're going to wait here and we're it, OK. Also, is that secured safely? Anyone? No, this all sorted out when the police arrive. The and the mayor tell very different stories. He says Fetterman followed me into North Braddock and pulled a shotgun and aimed it at my chest. Did you point the shotgun at him? No, I did not. I pointed it, you know, a way so uh, that he would see that I was armed, but I did not point it at him. In fact, I didn't even have a round chambered or the uh, remove the safe. So he pointed at something. For both men, it was frightening. North Braddock's police chief says his officers tell him the shotgun incident was over when they arrived. The heiress says that's not true. The police tried to laugh it off. <laughs> laugh it off. And six other cops surrounded me. What else can I do but this? I believe I did the right thing, but I may have. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I did the right thing, but let's see what he says. In the law during the course of it, and uh, I'm certainly not above the law if, if, if I did. But what I did, I did in a split second in a, out of uh, concern as the father and, and the mayor. He's trying to make it like it's okay. He's trying to justify what he did. So in, in, in a split second, is what he's saying. In a split second, he heard gunshots that were clearly from an assault rifle, took his son in the house, didn't stay there with the son, instead got back in his truck where there was an unsecured 20-gauge shotgun under the seat, drove around to North Braddock, and pointed at a random jogger. What made him, if it was from the assault rifle, wouldn't he notice right away, hey, this guy doesn't have a giant gun on him? That he racially profiled as well. <sighs> right? Did he you, not? Yeah, you, you have to say racially profiled it. Did he not? Did he just assume it was uh, it was anyone, or did he assume it was just a you know a young black teenager? He, well, he said he was wearing all black. Little did he know that it was the guy was also black. So I, I don't know. Just you can't believe anything he says. Yeah, it, that's the funniest. That, that's the funniest clip ever. Like I said, we have the two worst Senate candidates in America. But at least he's not. Um, Gender profiling. You'll notice uh, John Fetterman also gave a speech over the weekend in Montgomery County um, 
where he said he was fetter woman. I don't know why he didn't use fetter man. <laughs> it's fetter man. No, he didn't. No, I don't know why he wouldn't use that. <laughs> Not fetter woman, fetter man. Use that. Like I, I could run a way better campaign than any of these idiots. But here's some of the highlights from from this speech, and and this is an edited video so i'm sure it's not like the speech wasn't as bad as it sounds but it's pretty bad there's no way to make this sound any better than it is mm-hmm. you didn't have a doctor in your life making fun of it making light of it or telling you that you're not fit to serve can you describe a stroke and what you know what's happened if so I, I use the example. So pretend I was, I want to go to Wegmans. Oh, it's such the most important race for the Senate here for 22. We have to replace Pat Toomey. Oh, no, no. When the crowd boos, he gets like nervous, like he's Frankenstein's monster. It's it's, it's hilarious to watch in, in real time, but I'll continue. Senator Toomey was not very nice to me. <laughs> he had Toomey is a miracle. He had a chance. He had a chance to match me up again. Abortion is. The ballot now in November. My Lord. That's that's real. All of that is real. Yes. That's a real audio clip. I don't yes. know who I like talking about more, John Fetterman or Kareem Jean-Pierre. I, honestly, I don't care. If he dropped out of the race, I'd leave him alone. But the, because he won't drop... because. This is an abomination to the citizens of Pennsylvania. Like, if you plugged in anyone else but him, they they could probably win. How can you vote for this? Like, is Joe Biden shuffling around and shaking invisible hands the template we want for an elected official in this country? I said, it doesn't have to be like this. That that's what we're gonna get. That that's what we're gonna get with him. But again, with Dr. Oz, and we'll move on to him in a second, you don't know what you're getting with Dr. Oz because he's flip-flopped on so many things, and he has the whole um, gender transition thing under his belt. But Fetterman, just from a health standpoint, assuming he was a moderate Democrat, just just his neck alone. When your neck, when just a picture of your neck could cause you to like lose the race, that's got to be, that's gotta be a, a sign right there. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Go to he's, he's like a horse. He, he he came hot too early. He should have waited to the fall when it was like pure hoodie season to actually come out and start campaigning then. Yeah. He might be the next senator from Pennsylvania. Hard to believe. The memes but, of this man's neck that that they're, that they're being made and, and are and have been made and will be made. Oh my yeah. lord. Um let's go into Dr. Oz about uh about something you want to talk about. Okay, so this is why Dr. Oz sucks as a candidate. Um, this is a tweet from him. I believe it was yesterday. Um, I'm proud to join this effort with fellow Republicans. Uh, this is from an article on the Washington Post he's commenting on about um, a bill to support same-sex marriage, which already exists, I, I believe. 
Um, I'm proud to join this effort with fellow Republicans. I believe that same-sex couples should have the same freedom to get married as straight couples. Awesome. I agree, too. Can we move on to a real freaking issue, please? This, this, is a, this is like when Fetterman says that he's a New Jersey person, he's a New Jersey Republican. He's not, he's not wrong when he, when he says that. that. I mean, I don't know who writes it for the beast, Fetterman, but like when he says that, he's not wrong about Dr. Oz. Um, I think what they're doing here, this is, you know, I think a lot of these Republican candidates are being labeled as, you know, too extreme. And I think this is an easy easy uh topic so they can come back to the middle in a little bit to draw more um moderate support you know maybe some from the undecideds i think this is what this is all about you know um i i can't see how it would be anything else to be honest with you i i hope you're right because this this is just more of like the same politics that i i I just don't even want to hear we have too many more important issues going on right now than worry about that Oh, yeah. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. And one of them um, just broke um, within the last 20 minutes, Joe. Um, and I think you don't even know this, but before we get into Carrie Lake, um, what would an episode be if we didn't talk about our girl, Corrine Jean-Pierre? Just saw this on, on Instagram, uh, a quote that she just gave today. <laughs> we are doing a lot more than the Trump administration to secure the border and could be doing even more if Republicans would stop their obstruction. Okay, it would have cost, and we've said this in numerous episodes, $4 billion to finish the wall, and he begged for it from, I think, 2018 until he left office. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you got to wonder at a certain point if he just didn't quit trying and said, you know what, F it, leave it open. Let them learn themselves. The account this was posted on, they, their, their caption was, if lying was a sport, this administration would have countless gold medals. Sometimes I don't even know what to say because the blatant lying is just so bad and the media's protection of said lies just amplifies all of it. That's why sometimes I'm just like, when we're recording these, I just don't, I, I have nothing. I, I, I can't believe some of the things I hear. And again, November's coming up. We could change all of this. You're going to find, you're just going to have to find more, more, um, Illegal immigrants sautéed in the desert. That's all. That's what. The, that won't matter either. Montreal steak seasoning. Yeah. A little bit on the back. A little bit on the shoulders. Rub it in. Yeah. Uh, massage it, and then wrap them in tin foil. So hopefully they're all Mexicans and not any terrorists from other countries that hate us. Let's yeah. also reinforce that. So. Yeah. The border is re- the border is is more secure than when Trump was president. Oh my gosh! And that's what that's what led to the fall of the Roman Empire. You couldn't really identify who a citizen was, and they couldn't identify their borders. Next thing you know, well, you heard the vice president say the border is secure. We have totally a secure. secure. We have totally a secure, secure. border. Uh, at yeah. least at least she didn't word salad it. At least she's just lying. I, 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 I'll go back to what I said earlier in this in this episode, Joe. I mean. Imagine the people that believe this. Honestly, I want to meet them. We have to try to get people on. We have to try to get people on that actually believe this and just give them the floor. We're we're due for a guest. We're due for a guest. Please convince me. If you are a liberal listening and you want to come on this this show, please reach out to us and let us know. Speaking of that, by the way, um, before I forget, I I wanted to mention this at the beginning. Got sidetracked. We want to thank all of our listeners. We have topped... 900 
uh, downloads across all platforms in 13 or 14 episodes. We want to thank all of our listeners. We're in like 19 or 20 different states right now with Pennsylvania, Ohio, Texas, Florida, Washington State, and South Carolina leading the way. And we also want to thank our listeners out in uh, Canada, uh, Russia, and Mexico. So I think we lost somebody in Russia and Mexico, but we picked up a listener in Canada. So if you're out there in Ontario, thank you for listening. Um, spread it around. Send it to Justin Trudeau. Let him know we're out here. And uh, we'd love to have him on the podcast. Our Mexican listeners could have came through Texas and said, wow, it's just as bad here. And just try to just go up to Canada. Who knows? Yep. Keep busting them up to New York City and Washington, D.C. Um, so the next thing we wanted to talk about is, we've said it before, we are a Kerry Lake podcast. We absolutely love Kerry Lake. I think she is, she's got balls. She's confident. She needs to be the next senator from Arizona. And, Joe, you have a video. Yes, I do. Okay, this is Carrie Lake. Uh, I believe this is over nah, last Thursday or Friday. We're talking. Oh, hold on. Did I get question. everybody? Hey, One more question. So would this have you to be VP? Is that something you would consider? No, I'm. I'm I hate for. She. She was. There, she, in case you didn't hear, she was asked if um her answer if she was tapped for VP. I don't like Washington D.C. Especially don't like it now. Um, it's funny though that that question is asked because for so long many of you in the media have been trying to act like I don't have the skill to run for governor now apparently i'm so skilled that you think i should be vp so um i take it as a compliment thank you for asking thank you for asking i talk to president trump all the time and i have not talked to him about that now i'm i am applying for the job of arizona governor and i'm reaching out to the people every single day where, where is katie hobbs right now she should be standing right here right here answering your questions how often does she talk to you if you're msnbc maybe all the time but if you want to ask her a pressing question she cowers and she's a coward i'm applying for a job and the people of arizona are the hiring manager and they are my boss and i'm going to be here much to the chagrin of some of you not just four years as your governor i'm going to be here eight years as your governor so have fun and get used to it because we are going places and we're going to have the greatest state in the country. Thank you. Now, I love that she said she's applying for a job. At the same time, I like how she really didn't attack her opponent, but was like, where is she? In, in modern politics, too much is just resorted to personal attacks, personal attacks. It's never actual debate on actual issues. There's never a debate on the issues. In I don't think our founding fathers meant for it to be like this. 200 years ago, if you would have personal attacks, what would happen is the two people will go have a duel and shoot each other. Yeah. That's, what we need to That's a great point, today. Joe. That's a really good point. I, I wish there was some sort of, you know, campaign law where you, you could only talk about yourself, you know, not we've about had beating, We've had beatings in, in, in the federal buildings over personal attacks. Yeah. Um. How can you listen to that and not and not like or support Carrie Lake after listening to her speak like right there? I mean, she is, you know, I said Senate, I meant governor. Um, so hopefully she she becomes ex governor of Arizona. I mean, she, it would be if she gets in if she gets in and she does everything she's saying and she continues to be like this and it's not a facade. Look out, look out because yeah. if there is any election fraud that happened in Arizona, she's going to appoint someone to get to the bottom of it. She's no yeah. nonsense. If I'm in Arizona, 
resident and I hear that and I hear she's going to secure the border and do take the steps to do that. I mean, how, how can you not want to vote for her? I just don't understand. I, I just don't get I just don't get a lot of these things and a lot of the viewpoints from people that are on the other side. I just it just and, and I don't we don't live in a border state, you know, but how could you just want a porous freaking border, southern border down in your you, state? you make that point. But the, the Biden administration was. Eagles to I believe it was North BA. Yeah, from from 2021 or 2022 on, and Afghanistanis I believe uh, Afghanis I believe after. Oh well, yeah, we we've, we've settled. I mean, we're just right in Pittsburgh. Several several hundred Afghani refugees, which is which is fine. I mean, you know, if they have a new way of life here, they probably don't want to be here. But you know, if this is a, a safe environment, they were, they, were they vetted? We don't know. Were they vetted? Uh, were they vetted? Um, we don't know. They they jumped know. on a plane. Half of them fell off getting here. Yeah, we don't know. Um, all right. Speaking of um, Carrie Lake, let's look at the latest Trafalgar um, polls that came out. I have a couple here that I want to talk about and get your opinion on some of these. This is from yesterday. This uh, poll is titled Student Loan Forgiveness. Are you more or less likely to vote for a political candidate who supports President Biden's student loan forgiveness? 55.6% of respondents said they are less likely to vote for a political candidate who supports Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. Less likely. 44.4% say they are more likely to vote for a candidate who supports President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. I mean, what does that tell you, Joe? What do you, when you hear those, what do you think? I think, number one, there was probably even still a lot of Democrats polled in that. Um, number two, I think two things. So it could be a large pe- large amount of people are just fed up. They feel like they were lied to by, by colleges and were given a shit degree in gender studies or whatever and were cheated out of money, which, you know, it is. Also, at the same time, I don't think really anyone is getting money from, from this debt loan forgiveness. Uh, do you know of anyone that really applied? Well, I don't know. I don't know if the, if the, if the instructions on how that works are, is clear right now. Um. I know my wife would be eligible for that. So I just, we're just, you know, waiting to see, I guess, the next steps. But what this tells me is people don't want government to interfere in their lives. That's what the results of this poll tell me. This is their, the 10th time they've been told in the last couple of months that, that they don't want the government involved in your lives. Yeah. They're not getting the picture, though. Nope. All right. This one says China at war with U.S. Do you believe the Chinese government considers itself at war with America? say yes, 25.5% say no, 34.4% say not sure. What would you say? What would you, what would you answer that if you were, if you were asked that question? Um, I would say yes, just because it it doesn't have to be a a hot war going on. I mean, it could be an information war. It could be a cold war type thing. It could be, um, we, we never got, it is, we're going into 2023 and we don't know the origins of the coronavirus. Right. I mean, was 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 that an attack on our, our country? Right. Oh no, it just it just it, maybe it escaped from a Wuhan lab. Maybe it came from a bat. We still don't know. <sighs> yep. 
All right. If you well, ask me, I would say I would say we are, but not sure is probably the best answer because I can't be sure of anything sure. anymore. I would say not sure as well. Yeah, because you just really don't know. All of these polls are from yesterday. Uh, September 12th. In general, for whom do you plan to vote in the upcoming 2022 congressional election? 47.9% say Republican candidate. 42.2% say Democrat. And 9.9% say undecided. So with that being said, almost 48% say Republican. 42% say Democrat. Almost 10% undecided. How are we seeing the polling numbers that we're seeing? With so many Republicans down in the polls, these two things don't add up to me. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. Biden approval. How do you think Joe Biden is handling his job as president? 54.8% of respondents disapprove, 39.3% approve, and almost 6% have no opinion. Who approves? Who approves? 21.1% strongly approve. And 50.2% strongly disapprove. How could you strongly approve? How could you strongly approve? If you strongly approve, please reach out to us. Let us know. We'll bring you on the podcast and we can talk about what you strongly approve of. It's crazy. I mean, it, it, he's not doing anything. He's, he's controlled for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much controlled via Bluetooth, it looks like, at some points in, in his administration. Um <laughs> But how could you say he's doing a really good job? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly try to see it from both sides. I really do. They, they uh, are literally, they, I can't. Right, as we speak right now, they, <laughs> they're on spiking the football about this inflation um, act, whatever, whatever it is, the, the, the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. He's, he's spiking the football, speaking right now about this. Yep. Oh, yeah. The Inflation Reduction, reduction Act. act. Or should we call it the Inflation Production Act? That that that's gonna be that's gonna be the, the term from now on, Inflation Production Act. I think we we, we might have used that a few episodes ago too. We should trademark that. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have an article from the New York Times that I found. Um, I actually heard this on Breaking Points uh, just a little bit ago, and the the headline it says, "Are the polls wrong again?" So what they're basically the gist of this article is basically you're they're understating and polling is tricky. We're not saying polling some easy thing. Everybody should do it, you know, um, but it's it's tricky. But when you have understated support for Republicans, that means a lot of Republicans, a lot of Trump supporters either give wrong answers in these polls or maybe aren't polled. They're not reaching uh, people like this in the polls, whatever. But. If there is understated Republican support in the polls, like there was in 2020, here would be the outcome. So we have different states. These are all swing states. For example, in Pennsylvania, Fetterman, and we're going to go with what they have here, who's up by eight points, Senate polling leader, up eight points. With a 2020-like polling error, uh, he would only be up five points. Um in Arizona, Blake Master is down eight points to Mark Kelly with a 2020-like polling error would, that would put him up six points. Wisconsin would be the big one because I remember distinctly before the election in 2020 saying, Joe Biden's up 17 points in Wisconsin? Uh, that was insane. They, yeah. Yeah. All right. So 
the Democrat, not Ron Johnson, his opponent, uh, I, I'm, her name's eluding me right now, is up four points. With a 2020-like polling error, Ron Johnson would win by four points. The Republican would, would win by four. Uh, this is all Senate races. Nevada, plus three points right now for the Democrat with a 2020-like polling error, less than a percentage point. Uh, Georgia, plus two for the Democrat, uh, Raphael Warnock, with a 2020-like polling error. That means he only wins by one point. Um, North Carolina, plus one for the Democrat right now with a 2020-like error, plus two for the Republican. Ohio, Tim Ryan, who's up by less than a percentage point over our boy J.D. Vance, with a 2020-like polling error, would see a J.D. Vance win by seven points. And then Florida, um, plus five for the Republican. I believe it's Marco Rubio as he's running again. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, with a 2020-like polling error, he win, would win by 11 points. So interesting polling here. Um, and again, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if we're going to believe all the polls that we're seeing out there, but uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this how these races wind up here in the next eight weeks or so. Yeah, we're getting now almost a little over 50 days left, right? Yep. Yep. We are, we're closing in. So um, with that being said, I wanted to bring up um, the fact of this new law that what goes into effect um, very soon, January 1st, 2023. When I say it doesn't have to be like this, this is one of the things I'm talking about. Illinois, under the leadership of probably one of the most disgusting human beings in America, J.D. Pritzker, J.B. Pritzker. Is the Just governor. in physical appearance, you're saying, too. <laughs> yeah. Billionaire. A lot of things. Billionaire. A lot of different things. Yeah. You have to refer to him as billionaire J.B. Pritzker. Billionaire J.B. Pritzker. And the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. What we're about to tell you is not made up. Uh, it's It's been fact-checked by us. Uh, this is real. They just passed a purge law. Okay. <laughs> it's called the purge. Ironically named the safe hyphen T act will charge and release criminals without cash bail for 12 now non-detainable offenses. Okay. So correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but if you get charged for one of these offenses, you do not have to post cash bail. You have to promise to show up to court and you will be um, released. Is that correct? Is that how I'm reading it? This is correct. Yes. All right. Those offenses include second degree murder, aggravated battery, arson, drug induced homicide, kidnapping, burglary, robbery, intimidation, aggravated DUI, aggravated fling and eluding drug offenses, and threatening a public official. So if you, get charged, if you get charged with second-degree murder, you get the bail. So you get, you get a couple – okay, so you get a free chance to go out and try to intimidate a witness that saw you murder someone. You go back to jail. You get another free bail. You get another chance to maybe threaten the judge. Yeah. <laughs> then you go back in jail. You come out again. Then I guess you could just keep on killing people over and over again. And just keep on recycling. You get back out of jail, kill another person. That's how you kill the other person. Is Under this... this new law, after being charged with the crimes listed, those arrested would be released without bail pending a court date. 
This is like this is like Goodfellas, where you just you just start just killing everyone that ever saw you do anything. Yeah, this is what it's going to turn into. It's going to turn into the purge. You put it perfect. The purge law. They had the balls to name this the the Safe Tea Act. <laughs> we could we could spend all episode on all episode on Chicago and how terrible it is there, but I, I will say this in closing. At least it's just the gangs murdering Chicago. Yeah. What happens? What happens when the politicians are the ones stabbing people in broad daylight? <laughs> this is oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm reading more about this. It's honestly like you, you read this and you hear this and you're like, "There's this can't be real." I'm looking it up again. So it means safety act, safety, accountability, fairness, and equity today. It says, in other words, it's aimed at reforming Illinois' cash bail system by basically getting rid of cash bail entirely. It also limits who can be arrested and held in jail based on the crime they are alleged to have committed. Amazing. I, I, I can't, I, like I said, I cannot believe this. Uh, but, okay. Let's, let's go. Let's, let's use, do you want to use Las Vegas as an example? Uh, I know you uh, have... Um, of how you this ball something on Las Vegas, so go ahead. Okay. Let's, let's hear it. So I wasn't joking around when I said what happens when the politicians are the ones stabbing people in broad daylight. Well, that happened. That, that happened, happened in Chicago last week. So a, de- a married Democrat official um, was in a Vegas court, I believe this was yesterday, with his arms bandaged after a suicide attempt as he was a- – okay, so I'm reading the headline. I'm sorry. So what happened was this official, uh, Robert, I believe it was Telez, T-E-L-L-E-S, he murdered investive, uh, investigative journalist, something Germany was his name. What the hell was his name? Something German. Um, I don't know. I don't have the guy's name, but he stabbed him multiple times outside of his home last week with mm-hmm. the police and the police. This is in broad daylight, Mark. Broad daylight. Broad daylight. Broad daylight. Jeff, Jeff German was the reporter because we, we want to give him recognition. I guess he was a really good, well-known um, journalist for the Las Vegas Review Journal, and I think he was writing an article about some kind of affair the guy was having on his wife. Well, he figured he'd just go up to the show to his house and, and murder him. <laughs> what? The, where is the media on this one? I, I saw Fox News finally did a story on it. I think yesterday uh, mentioned it or a couple of days ago. But a politician—I'll say it—I'll say it slowly. A politician murdered a journalist. Can you guess why no one is covering this very important story, Mark? I'm going to guess that the politician, said politician, is a Democrat. Yes. And he was appointed by a Democrat, too. So he's a Democrat that was appointed to the position by another Democrat. I think it was the actual governor. (laughs) So replace Democrat with Republican. Well, let's, wait, let's not forget that we were, we were talking about Chicago under Chicago's law. I guess this guy would, I think it's second degree murder. He, he, uh, Unbelievable. Use of a deadly weapon too. So this guy would be eligible for bail in Chicago. And then I he could go you, out and kill more people. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you not many of our listeners even heard about this. No. He tried to hide his clothes too and all kind of stuff. Like the fact that he would think that he could even get away with this, the brazen, just the balls on these people. It's, it's wild. Honestly, it's wild. 
So blood was still visible on the soles of his sneakers and both of his, his he, he cut his shoes and hat up into pieces. Ah. Oh. Yeah, he went to his house and stabbed him, stabbed him right to death in broad daylight. Again, if it was on the other side of the aisle, how would it be treated? And if it was in Chicago, this guy would be back on the street again. Yep. So, yeah, replace, replace Democrat with Republican, and this is all over MSNBC. Well, Keith Olbermann would be tweeting about it, I'm sure. Well, okay, so here's here's a good example. This is I, I had this queued up in the quick hits. I'll just read it now. So this is just a similar article. A huge, this is not an elected official, not a Democrat, Republican. It's just a Houston woman. She was charged federally after threatening to shoot Judge Cannon in front of her children. Um, now, the woman said, and I quote, this is from the woman, I'm also Trump's hitman, so, don't con- so consider it a bullet to your head from Donald Trump himself, per court documents. And who do you think they are blaming this on? Donald, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. And at the press conference for this one in Vegas, uh, I don't have the video queued up here, but the first question was about Trump's rhetoric towards journalists, not about the fact that the guy was actually a Democrat that stabbed and murdered the journalist. It was about Donald Trump. Because they, they constantly want that in, in, in your brain. They will, any single chance they get, any little opening or they can mention his name in a negative way, they will. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so that's in the Wall Street Journal, right, Joe? But yet we have a politician who murders a journalist and literally can't find a whole lot about it. Yeah. Basically is what we're saying. Put it this way. I had to go to uh, the Daily Mail. Um, that's the United Kingdom. And they got a lot of other things to report on with the Queen being dead and everything to, to get better information on that story in Vegas. Unreal, man. Uh, all right, we have a New York uh, COVID update. Well, first off, let's let, let's let's do the Dr. Fauci thing. So, Dr. Fauci over the weekend was in an interview with Canada with the Canadian state broadcaster, oh, and gosh. I'll just I won't I won't play the video because we don't want to. I, I can't hear him right now. I'm just not in the mood. But I'll just tell you what he said. So, this is on the COVID boosters. Quote from Dr. Fauci when asked about. Um, the clinical trials. We don't have time to have a clinical trial because we need to get the vaccine out now. This is in an interview with Canada State Broadcaster. And then he added, for those hesitant, the evidence points towards keeping up to date with all of your jabs. What the fuck? Okay, then you can you play the, because um, it's on Instagram, I can't play it on here. The New York New Yorker uh, COVID update, what's going on in New York with, the, the, I think it was a <laughs> hearing they had. While I'm doing that, you know those Canadians were loving that. Yeah, Loving hearing that. that. Oh, yeah. They want to hear it. They want all the jabs up in Canada because Justin Trudeau makes them get all the jabs. And more, uh, more apps, too, to track the, the jabs and the, and the yeah. COVID possibility. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Real, real quick. Pause it. Because keep, keep in mind that Dr. Fauci said that New York City was the template for coronavirus, like for how to handle it. Yes. Remember that. Now, play the video and just let the new go at it. Right, here we go. Process. You should, you should be ashamed of yourselves. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Eric Adams is going to be on the wrong side of history. The people who look by it, the same people who thought slavery was okay. Uh, the same so people much. who thought 
Segregation in Shea Stadium was okay. Thank, thank you. Okay, you time. segregated us. I was allowed to work in okay. this city, but I wasn't allowed to eat in a restaurant thank in this city. Thank you very much. I was allowed to work through the pandemic, but I wasn't allowed to eat in a restaurant. Okay. I could wear the uniform, go to a burning building, okay. but not eat here. Thank you. What's wrong with you people? Trust the science. Thank you guys you. are fucked up. Thank you. Quiet. Love it. I love. I. I, I mean, I, I love to love to hear it. That that's what's gonna happen because that in these cities where it's the most strict, if if you can't, if, if they can't get that stuff done there. Then they they're gonna give up. They're gonna give up on this 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 COVID thing. I can't believe people still wear masks. I can't either. Cloth masks to boot. We can't get into masks again, Jeff. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're, we're now, yeah. So. We're already we're already well over an hour. Well, we yeah. will talk about masks come election season or something. But let's just uh, move on. Let's just move on to cancer. Joe Biden telling a group of cancer survivors on a balcony above where he is speaking to not jump to their desk for some reason. Well, okay, I'm just going to play it. So, hold on. Oh, boy. And I want to thank you, all of you, the cancer patients, survivors, caregivers, and don't jump from up there, okay? And all, uh, for all the lead... Uh, talk about a joke that didn't hit. No no applause, just awkward. Yeah. This is like the 10th time he's said and done something like this, going back to the 2020 election cycle. He sooner or later, if the economy gets any worse, someone's going to do it. So we better be careful. Jeez, oh, right. I, I can't, I can't anymore. I was actually wondering if we'd be able to understand him before you played that clip. <laughs> he had another one read. It makes sense. It was from I think last last. No, 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 no. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, okay. So I don't even really want to get into this, dude. But uh, go ahead. The monkey box. Is... Okay, so this is on monkeypox. So who else would the Biden administration appoint to be the head of the monkeypox response than um, a steal-your-soul uh, Satanist? This is, another, this is another thing I want to tell our listeners. This is not made up. We're not exaggerating this. This is not embellished. I've seen pictures. Uh, the Catholic people I follow on social media were all over this. Go ahead. What's, how do you how do you pronounce the guy's last name? Descal Daskalaxius. Let me look. Daskal uh, Daskalakis. Daskalakis. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the, I'm just looking at the pictures, Mark. He actually does have a pentagram and stuff on his on his chest. And is that yep. Moloch? Yes. He has a pentagram, which is the symbol for Satan, on his chest. Okay, his social media presence, this is from the National Pulse, is disturbing to say the least. Alongside his partner, Michael McNeil, M-A-C, Neil, McNeil, the pair launched a goth gym in New York, which originally ran out of the high-profile Equinox gym chain, before spinning off into his own brand based on a former gay nightclub that turned in, that, that in turn had been taken over into it, that in turn had taken over an old church in Manhattan. It's called Monster Cycle. It's full of references to Satanism, the devil, burning crosses, pentagrams, and more. The gym got fawning coverage from the New York Times in 2014, and its review on Sweet Concierge made references to alarming imagery. This is, this is the weirdest shit ever. Yeah. And they actually appointed him. Why did they do this? Yeah. But I guess, hey, it's not weird when you have a man that thinks he's a woman as the head of health in Rachel Levin. 
But hey, at least she wasn't handed the job. She worked her dick off to get it. This dude, this seemed like he was just handed this this job. This is the weirdest shit ever. He's shirt. Sure, is this him in like a nightclub? I, I I've seen the pictures. Yeah, I, I think so. It's it's very, very weird. Um, but you, Joe, you think about this stuff. You think about uh, his appointment. This guy's appointment to the um, monkeypox, whatever you want to call him, the czar monkeypox or whatever. You think about. The Zara monkeypox. You think about Nina. It's not, it sounds <laughs> so ridiculous, but it's true. <laughs> then you think about Nina Jankowitz, who is the um, who who they appointed to be the uh, head of the Ministry of Truth um, a few months ago that they they quickly um, disbanded after a lot of pushback. What are they doing? Are they trying to embarrass us on a national stage in front of everyone? Don't there forget are the, more the, people... deputy, the deputy secretary of nuclear waste or whatever is that guy that always prays around and addresses and has like a blonde mustache and shaved head. I, I, I forget his name. I sent pictures of him to you. You'd have to look him up. At yeah. our listeners. There are more yeah. people out there than these than these these people that they haven't vetted. I mean, what are they doing? It's just unbelievable. What was the what was the movie where like there's the monsters underneath like the kids like bed and it's like a freak like underworld? It's like from the eighties. Yeah, um, night something. I think I know what you're talking about. That that's this administration. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. I, I mean, what's next? Are they gonna have a uh, hire someone that's a furry that's gonna give like press conferences in a, in a furry outfit in a, in a costume? Yeah. <laughs> it could all change. It could all change in November. I mean, um, Rachel, I'm sorry. I was going to say it. Rachel Levin one day woke up and said, you know what? I've been wrong. My, I'm, a, I'm a children's psychologist, but I'm, I've been wrong my entire life about myself. I'm actually a woman. And then now she's wearing a military uniform and is in charge of health for our country. It's really bad, Joe, when, when Rachel Levin, whatever, what, what is she now? I, I don't even know what her the title is. I, I, I'd have to Google it. Hold on. She is the um, United States Assistant Secretary for Health. It's really bad when this looks like a normal appointment compared to Nina Jankowitz in, in this Daskalakis guy. I don't know what's the worst. Like, I, I was in this Daskalakis I was until I saw these pictures. Do you realize Rachel Levine is extremely close to being a cabinet secretary of the United States of America? Yes. Real quick, for those that don't believe, go on the National Pulse and, and look this 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 guy up. I mean, yeah. Um, Lord. I don't have. These, these are the people Rachel making art, making decisions, ma- making important decisions. But go ahead. Uh, I never forget. Speaking of Rachel Levine, the first time we saw her was when COVID nineteen first happened, and they were doing those news conferences from Harrisburg. Yes, and it was like, what? Who is this? Who is this dude? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, just the future assistant secretary for the Department of Health. I said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's going on here? Is someone playing a joke on me? You're going to have this guy dressed as a woman come up and give this wash, wash his hands all weird, making weird noises. Yeah. And then this voice that he has. This is what you're going to give us every day? Yeah. Over, over so, a germ? Yeah. So the Daskalakis is the... Um, Deputy coordinator for the White House monkey pox response. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? 
15 days to stop the spread. About like two weeks without um, – I'm not going to get into it. I don't want to say anything that offends someone. But um, I think you know where I was going with that. Yeah. But um, all right, our last segment here from Quick Hits before we get into Disclose is uh, tweets from Keith. Okay, so this is from Joan uh, Biskip. Biskip, she's a CNN legal analyst on Twitter. And she said, <laughs> Supreme Court justice responds to public criticism with distance and denial. Um, it's about all the threats they've had and stuff like that. And Keith Oldman thought it'd be a good idea to quote, tweet, or, or respond by saying, you're a periodic reminder. Fuck the Supreme Court. Okay, Keith. <laughs> that was today. Yeah. Any, periodic any, reminder any day like uh, he was another one that jumped on the bandwagon whenever trump landed in dc and was all excited oh yeah i'm sure oh man what a country we live in joe what mm-hmm. a country um amazing all right uh we're gonna wrap it up here but before we do that we have our final segment um from disclose where i just read off some global headlines and we give you, Joe, the opportunity to comment. Uh, where did we leave off? Oh, we got a lot here. Okay. Your Majesty, please accept my sincere congratulations on your accession to the throne. I wish Your Majesty success, good health, and all the best. Sincerely, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> it's from Russia with love. <laughs> Um, what else? Don't be shocked. I sent this to you. Don't be shocked. This came from the USFDA. You can now hashtag recharge your immunity with an updated hashtag COVID-19 booster. For, for how long? It'll last for how long? If you want to recharge your immunity, get a booster. Now, all of a sudden your immune system is like a Tesla. Yeah. We're going green, everyone. (laughs) That's what. That's what our immune systems are going green. It that's what the graphic you. looks like. Your immune system is on ten percent, and you better go into battery saver mode. Yeah, or get a booster now. Sorry, you're at ten percent. All you can do is lay in bed and sleep in dark mode. Yep. Um, Prince Andrew heckled by someone shouting, "You're a sick old man!" As the Queen's coffin travels down the royal mile. Fact checked. True. True. Love that guy. Um, Iran will sign an agreement this week to join. The Shanghai Cooperation Organization from the Iranian Foreign Ministry. So that puts China, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Russia, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, India, and Pakistan uh, all together in one uh, little block or alliance. So that's that's cool. Um, Biden allowed riding his armored beast to Queen's funeral, while lesser world leaders will have to make do with a shared bus. Okay. Um, well, he tried to take control of it like Trump did. Yeah. Well, he tried to reach over and grab the steering wheel like Donald Trump did. I want to get ice cream. I, I thought yeah. we were going to get ice cream. <laughs> the food in England sucks. We beat big. We beat the United Kingdom. <laughs> All right. Russia is not planning to declare a mass national draft for the war in Ukraine, the Kremlin said Tuesday. Peskov declined to answer additional questions about the Ukrainian advance that saw its forces retake swaths of northeastern Ukraine previously controlled by Russia. Well, right. well, I saw this, and supposedly they captured all kind of tanks, so why do we need to give Ukraine anything else if they're doing nothing but capturing Russian tanks? 
none of it makes sense. Move on. None of it makes sense. We'll get into we'll get into that um, next episode. But Russian uh, Russia did confirm that Ukraine took back like a thousand square miles of land. So maybe we're getting a little little more bang for. Also, real quick, a Ukrainian ballet dancer was killed on the battlefield. I guess recently. Okay. All right. Um, Rest in peace. U.S. inflation declined slightly but remains high at 8.3%. At the same time, core inflation, which excludes food and energy, increased to 6.3% August. U.S. futures drop after inflation tops forecast. Uh, Former Twitter security chief says the platform's leadership is misleading the public, lawmakers, regulators, and even its own board of directors. Saw a friend of mine today who works formerly worked at Twitter, got a job with Duolingo. So maybe the maybe the uh, employees they're jumping ship as well. Uh, where are we at? And Josh Holly, four thousand Twitter employees can access personal user data. It could potentially dox individuals. Nothing yeah. bad can come out of that, right? Yeah, no, no yeah. Wow, <laughs> color me surprised. Germany's Olaf Scholz demands Russia's Putin to fully withdraw his troops from Ukraine in phone call. Pretty sure he's going to listen to you. He cut you off from all the gas and you're going to make your people in Germany freeze to death this winter. And he's going to, and you're going to, he's going to listen to you. To this is going to, this would be like, this would be like Hitler calling Stalin from, from the Fuhrer bunker in, in May of 1945 going, all right, enough. You better stop now. <laughs> Do not make me leave this bunker. <laughs> um, Speaking of that, speaking of actually World War One, the Great War, there's a new movie coming out on Netflix, um, October 28th. Um, I think it October 28th Netflix movie. I forget the name of it, but it's about World War One. Looks to be uh, an impressive movie. All Quiet on the Western Front, coming out October 28th on Netflix. I'm sure we'll be watching that uh, when it comes out. And you'll get uh, that's from the German side, isn't it? Too. Um, might be, yeah, yeah. Uh, today, prices have been essentially. This is from Kareem Jean Pierre, by the way. Prices have been essentially flat in our country these last two months. Oh, where do they? Where do they get off? Where do they get off? Lie, lie some more, and lie confidently. Queen Elizabeth's coffin arrives at Buckingham Palace today. Dow Jones continues to fall and is now trading lower than it was after Biden's first full day in office. Let that one sink in. It's it's only going to go further south. It's just how long, and then will mm-hmm. will they be able to prop it up until the midterms? Yeah. By the way, he's been in office for close to what twenty one months. Yeah. So now we're at a lower point in the stock market than it was when he took office. And it'll be it's just in time to be blamed on Republicans if if the, if there is a red wave in the fall. Just in time to be blamed on Republicans. Yep. They're dragging their feet. We can't get anything done. Yep. Bookmark it. So keep voting more Democrats in office, guys. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, Mr. President, your extraordinary leadership has made this a glory, made this glorious day possible. Where's the glory? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Biden, we're going to take the most aggressive action ever, ever, ever to confront the climate crisis and energy security. Don't know what that means. Yeah. Don't You're count. right. He's taking it. This is it from Disclose. Biden takes a victory lap on the inflation, on inflation, while U.S. stock markets crash hard because of inflation. U.S. stock market wiped out $1.6 trillion just today. Oh my gosh. Getting into the end zone and then spiking the football and acting all cocky, then you realize you're in your own end zone and you just, it's a safety. 
Biden would be one of those. Biden would want to be would be one of those kids on like a torp football game that like runs the wrong way and scores a touchdown in the wrong end zone and spikes the football. Yeah. (sighs) 1.6 trillion dollars wiped out today in the United States stock market. Keep voting more Democrats, guys. You'll keep getting more of the same. Joe, better turn the, Jerome Powell better turn the money printer back on. Yeah. Unbelievable. What a country. What a time to be alive. Uh, that's all I got today, Joe. You want to uh, wrap it up? All right. So we just want to thank all of our listeners. Um, you guys are – we're trying to give you the best up-to-date information possible. Um, we're going to set up in the next few weeks some way where you guys can ask us questions or if there's anything you want us to look into or cover – we're looking into doing some sort of uh, method into, into getting that done. Aside from that, Mark, I have nothing. Do you want to just uh, play us out of here? Guys, as we say in the show, don't forget what part of the movie you're in. Have a great week. We'll see you soon. Bye now. Bye. Ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da.